Brad Stevens says he's optimistic about Jalen Brown talks. Plus, on the court, Jordan Walsh fuels a comeback. We're going to talk about it all right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champions. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back. We going wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics. Who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ. Keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Green and Jays, how it started. Razor Bennett's how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast, right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. And I'm here for you every Monday through Friday with a free, fresh podcast dropped directly to your favorite podcasting app. So open that up, subscribe if you're new to the show. All of you everydayers, thank you so much for being a regular part of my life because I love having you around and making this part of your daily routine. Hop into the comment section on the YouTube page. Ring the bell, get notified when I drop a video, all of that great stuff. I'm John Corrales, by the way. I used to play ball once upon a time. Now I cover the Boston Celtics for Boston Sports Journal, and today I'm talking about the Celtics' summer league win, if we care about wins. And, hey, they played the Lakers. Uh, let's, let's, let's hype it up a little bit. You know, Celtics beating the Lakers in anything, checkers, uh, anything. Celtics beating the Lakers is elevated around here. So. We'll take it. Jordan Walsh looked good. I'll talk about that in the second segment. But let's start with Jalen Brown and some optimism. We're talking about, oh, what could it be? Why Why are they so delayed in getting him an extension? All these other guys have been getting their extensions. And I've never been worried about it, but we've loved to speculate and, and kind of take some time and say, all right, well, what's what what's the what's the holdup? What's going on? Well, he talked to reporters over in Las Vegas, and the quote, and I'm reading it from my good friends at Mass Live, Brian Robb and Suiji Tirada. Uh, the quote is, uh, I can't really talk about it, but it's been all good discussion. We want Jalen to be here for a long, long time, and we've made that clear. We're looking forward to all sitting down, and we have time here. I probably shouldn't say anything else, but I feel optimistic. So. Interesting quote we're looking forward to all sitting down is uh, not saying that you have all sat down. The Why haven't you all sat down yet? As I hold back a sneeze, <laughs> that little, that little thing that I just did, that was me almost sneezing, uh, but not wanting to, because I didn't want to have to edit that out <laughs> a little pull back the curtain there. Why didn't, why haven't they sat down yet? Are you telling me that this quote, we're looking forward to all sitting down, hasn't happened yet? Is that part of what's going on here? Uh, I'm a little bit surprised that they haven't all sat down. But if Brad is optimistic, then we should be optimistic. And I think all sides here feel like a deal is going to get done. It's just a matter of business being uh, executed. I have no idea why this extension is taking the little extra time that it has, but it is, it's taking more time 
There doesn't seem to be uh, consternation. Maybe Brad Stevens is putting lipstick on a pig. Maybe there is something more to it. Uh, maybe there isn't. They just announced on uh, Wednesday the completion of the Grant Williams deal and the Chris Thapps Porzingis extension. So is it possible that maybe they needed to get all of that done officially done before they could talk to Jalen Brown? Uh, maybe that, that certainly could play a role. Uh, by the way, in that, uh, in that deal for Grant Williams, on top of getting a traded player exception worth somewhere in the low 6 million. Again, why is that low 6 million? Because he's a, he's a base year compensation player. The Celtics can only uh, match when, when you give a guy a sign and trade and it's 12 plus million dollars, whatever it is, the Mavericks were dealing with his salary to match the 12 million. The Celtics could only match half that it's, it's an archaic rule in the collective bargaining agreement. It's meant to uh, prevent teams from poaching these, these uh, young players in sign and trades. And uh, it just makes things a little bit difficult to, to, to execute. Anyway, the Celtics get back their half. It's part of the calculations. It's a weird thing. But the trade player exception, somewhere in the $6 million range. They also get two second-round picks and a swap. So it's the better of Chicago or New Orleans second-round pick in next year's draft. They get Dallas's second-round pick in 2030, which in 2030, Dallas very well could be a bad team. That could be a, a decent pick. And then a right, the right to swap, they had this pick that they got in the draft the, the better of Washington, Golden State, or Detroit in 2025, they now have the right to swap that pick with Dallas in 2025. Those are your protections on the, the second-round pick. Maybe it was getting all that stuff done officially that, that delayed Jalen Brown. As long as Brad is optimistic, I think Jalen Brown's side is not too worried about everything, then. I'm just going to sit there and say, hey, then maybe a deal is going to get done. And the delay is certainly unusual, but not unseemly. It's not a problem. It's not a uh, it's not a sign of some bad blood or anything like that. So they're going to work some things out. Maybe there's a player option. Maybe there's something else. Maybe there's there are little minor details that are that that still need to be worked out, but Everything seems to be fine on their end. So that's your update about Jalen Brown. We like to hear that he's optimistic. Fine. Let's get to the basketball. Because Jordan Walsh had himself a nice little game. 25 points for the rookie Jordan Walsh in 30 minutes. And a win, Celtics' first win of the Summer League. Let's talk about that next. First, let's talk about BetterHelp. BetterHelp is uh, therapy that is convenient. Today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And I know firsthand how 
therapy can be beneficial. Uh, it's, it's difficult to get started when you're looking for a therapist. It's especially difficult if you live in any sort of suburban or rural area. Where are you going to go? How many therapists are there around you? If you only have a couple to choose from, it's going to be tough to find one that you click with. Maybe you get lucky. Maybe you don't. Who knows? The thing about BetterHelp is that you're going to get matched with a licensed therapist after filling out a questionnaire. You're going to tell them a little bit about yourself. They're going to find the person that best suits what you're looking for. Are you looking for something uh, to, to help with something that you've been dealing with for a long time? Are you just stressed out? about something that's going on at work or life? Are you just looking for some guidance to help make a big decision? Any of those things are possible and can be helped through therapy. You fill out that questionnaire, they match you with the licensed therapist. If it doesn't work out with that therapist, switch, no added cost at all, all right? It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suit your schedule. And it's as simple as that. I think the hardest part is getting started. This makes getting started easy. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockdownNBA today. You get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockdownNBA. Today's show also brought to you by Ibotta. You're going out and shopping anyway, right? Why not go out and get shopping, get some money back with your shopping, all right? You're already doing it. So get cash back with Ibotta. That's I-B-O-T-T-A. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items, produce to personal care, pantry items. Uh, you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you are buying. You can either link a loyalty account, upload your receipt after you shop, and you get cash back. Cash back. Not some points that don't really amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real cash back. You can cash that out into your bank account. PayPal, or gift cards. So go ahead, do your shopping, get some cash back with Ibotta, treat yourself to some dinner. Maybe put something towards a vacation. Uh, maybe just say, hey, I'm just I'm putting this towards my next grocery. Uh, with inflation, with how expensive everything is, any bit of cash back you can get is great. And right now, Ibotta is offering you $5 for just trying it with the code locked when you register. So just go to the app store or Google play, download the free Ibotta app, use the code locked. That's I B O T T A in the Google play or app store and use the code locked. Thank you for making lockdown Celtics. Your first listen every day. I do want to remind everybody that still Monday through Friday, this is a five day a week podcast still going strong with five shows per week. So no one, no one is giving you content like the Locked On Podcast Network is. Whatever show you want, five days a week. We'll go down to three days a week during August and September. So just get yourself ready for that. That's still three days a week. You might be getting three podcasts a month from some of the other Celtics podcasts out there. This is where you get your Celtics content. This is where you get your Celtics fix. And the Celtics played basketball in Vegas. They beat the uh, LA Lakers 95 to 90. If you're into that kind of thing, summer league scores, summer league wins. I don't particularly care about the win or the loss, but I will say it is nice to see 
a team execute down the stretch. It's nice to see some level of pressure on guys. I want to see how they respond under pressure. So while I don't care necessarily about the wins and losses, the Celtics are now one and two in summer league. I don't, I don't care that they're one and two. I don't care if they lose their next game on Friday to go one and three. That doesn't matter to me, but I will say the added pressure of, oh, they're starting to lose a lead in the fourth quarter. Who can get a stop? Who can make a basket? Who can get that dagger? Those plays are important. Those plays are important. I I, I will admit that no matter what the scenario, pick up summer league, G league, preseason, the guy that can look at the clock and see the clock winding down and say, no, you know what? I'm not nervous. I'm going to make this shot. That's an important uh, uh, part of a player's repertoire. It's an important uh, element for a player. Celtics need that, uh, quite honestly. So it was nice to see the Celtics kind of hold off the Lakers down the stretch. Got to start with Jordan Walsh who started out playing poorly, uh, but then in the third quarter going off. So in the first half, he, he, he was just missing everything. Four of 12, uh, eight points in the first half. It was, it was very much a uh, rough shooting night for Walsh. But then in the third quarter, 12 points, four of six shooting uh, in the third then another two of two for five points in the fourth. He ends up with that 25-point night. Uh, the Celtics put up a big third quarter, uh, outscoring uh, the Lakers 30-17, to 17, taking an eight-point lead. They, they turned a 14-point deficit into an 18-point lead, uh, into an eight-point lead, sorry. And they, they hold on in the fourth quarter. Walsh is going to be a streaky shooter right now until he figures himself out until he gets that, that jumper down. Uh, I think he's just going to be a confidence type of shooter. He's going to miss a couple. You can see he gets down on himself a little bit. Uh, when I was at the, the Celtic summer league practice, uh, the one summer league practice that, that we went to, uh, in Boston, he's going through shooting drills and he missed a couple of shots and, you can see him kind of like grab his shorts, gets down on himself a little bit. It's part of the evolution, right? He He's a young kid. And I, look, I'm 50 years old, almost, almost, not exactly, but I will be soon. Uh, he's 19. I can call him a kid because I could be his dad. Uh, he's young. He is, he has a long way to go before he realizes his full NBA potential. So the emotions, I think he's, he's a super emotional kid. I think he's very excited to be part of the team. I think he probably puts a fair amount of pressure on himself. Uh, I think he might feel a little bit of pressure getting that guaranteed contract. And so, yeah. I can see him being a guy who will get down on himself. And and so I'm right now, I see him as a confidence kind of shooter. If he misses a couple, then he'll lose confidence. He'll go into a slump. If he makes a couple, he'll gain confidence and he'll hit four of six, 
six of eight, you know, and have those kind of nights. And so it's going to be like that, which makes a guy prone to being a streaky shooter, right? If you're, if you're feeling it and you're hitting those shots and you're, you're out there like slapping your head and slapping your own ass and being like, ah, hyping yourself up, then yeah, that's, of course, you're going to be like, get me the ball. I feel good. There is so much to be said for getting the ball with all of that confidence and just every time you let it go, feeling like it's going to go in. That is an amazing feeling. I don't know how many of you have ever experienced that feeling. I can tell you from personal experience, that feeling of the zone, that feeling of confidence that every time you shoot, that sucker is going in is a wonderful, wonderful place to be. Uh, the confidence will be there from time to time. And I think for Jordan Walsh, the confidence is going to have to come from his defense. And he, he's still obviously very raw on the defensive end as well. And I want to be clear as I take a step back from everything that I've been saying here. I want to be clear that he is still very unlikely to make any meaningful contributions to the Boston Celtics this upcoming season. The main Celtics, uh, if you're around the Portland area or hell, if you're in Boston, you want to go take a ride up to Portland. It's not a big drive. Find yourself a weekend where you can make, make the trip up there. It's beautiful up in Portland. Make the trip, go watch him play in Maine because that's where he's going to be doing most of his work. Uh, and, and that's, that's what our expectation should be. But at the same time, he is on the guaranteed contract and the Celtics can, can send him back and forth and bring him back to Boston and get him some work with the Celtics coaches and get him some, some run against the Celtics. Go guard Jason Tatum. Like I cannot wait for training camp. Talk to him about, Hey, you had to guard Jason Tatum in practice today. What was that like? Jalen Brown, you know, all of these wings, maybe you switched onto it, but what is it like actually guarding elite NBA players versus what you've been doing? That's going to be one hell of a wake-up call for him. The toughest basketball he's ever going to play in his life is coming up in training camp. Those defensive possessions are going to be what fuels him. If you can get yourself a stop, if you can, and and he had one play in the third quarter where uh, against the Lakers here, where he helped off his own guy, got back to his guy on a pass, stayed in front of him, poked the ball away, brought the ball up court, made a nice dish, got an assist for a layup. Those types of plays can actually fuel your shooting. When you're feeling good about yourself, making a contribution, making the pass, making the right play. When you come down, you just feel like a real basketball player. You feel like, yeah, yeah, give me the, I'm feeling it right now. And that can, that can pump up your confidence in a way that gets your shot going. When you're a confident shooter, that is an important element here. So I'm very curious to see how, some of the defensive stuff translates to the next level 
for Jordan Walsh. He's he shows enough signs. And I, again, I, I want to make it clear. I'm not overreacting and saying, oh, he's going to do all of this stuff this year. He is. These are all signs. These are all positive things that are pointing in a certain direction where I can say, yeah, I can see, I can see where the Celtics said, we need to lock this guy up on a guaranteed contract. Four years, cheap money by, by year four. He could be a contributor for the Celtics, a rotation guy. Potentially, the signs are there. He's got decent instincts. the 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 defensive instincts are there. Uh, took a couple of charges and a couple of offensive fouls just by being in the right position, not bang bang like block charge type of things. Being in the right position, and drawing push offs and stuff like that. That's that type of defender is is important. Uh, the the instincts to cut at the right time. He he really has a good sense of when to cut. When you're a young player like this, having that one skill, if you ever get into an NBA game, just being able to defend at an NBA level and read when you should cut, you could score eight points in a game just by cutting and being the rookie where they say, you know what? I'm not too worried about this guy. Let me pay a little closer attention to Jason Tatum. Oh, damn. Backdoor cut dunk. That type of stuff is going to be important. And I think he's got decent instincts for that. So good start. Good start to summer league for Jordan Walsh. I'm very impressed. Good signs. Something to build on. It's going to be slow. Got to reiterate again. It's going to be slow. It's not going to be this year necessarily. But next year, maybe. Year after that, more likely. We'll see how he progresses, but it's going to be slow, but I like where it's heading. Let's talk about some of the other guys uh, in just a minute. First, today's show brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dog shorts going to make you look good, going to make you feel good. They fit slim through the thigh. They give you a nice sculpted look in your legs. So if you go hit that golf course, you're right, you just whack that drive right down the middle and you're walking. All friends, all the other golfers on the, on the course are going to be like, damn, check out this dude. He's been doing some squats. He's out there. He's doing his work. So the, they're going to make you feel good because you look good. And after you go golfing, you can jump in the pool, go for a swim, go lay out in the sun for a little bit, get your sun, get your vitamin D, keep those same bird dogs on because you can swim in those. They use anti-stink, sweat, wicking fabric to keep you cool and dry all day long. You can swim in them. They dry off. Go on a date. Go meet your friends for beers. All in the same bird dogs. So check them out. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. All right? it's They invented this cloud-knit fabric. It looks just like khaki. So go to birddogs.com slash NBA or enter the promo code LOCKDOWNNBA when you check out. On top of all of this, you get a free Yeti style tumbler. That's birddogs.com slash lockdown NBA or promo code lockdown NBA for a free Yeti style tumbler. You will not want to take off your bird dogs. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Check out the Lockdown NBA podcast. I host on Wednesdays with Jake Madison of Lockdown Pelicans. They've got the league covered like no one else here, all the other hosts. 
bunch of guys are at summer league in Vegas. So you get some good on the floor kind of reaction to some of the stuff that's been happening. So check out the lockdown NBA podcast. Celtics uh, got some other decent performances here. Uh, I think a very nice needed necessary bounce back performance by JD Davison who had uh, a very uh, important bounce back game for him. 11 points, 11 rebounds, six assists, one turnover the day after the game, after having 10 turnovers, he had one, the turnovers. I'm not too worried about a lot of them. Point guarding in summer league is tough. And some of the things that we want to see him do very difficult to do in summer league. I got to make sure that I give him a fair shot. Still don't want to see 10 turnovers. Some of the turnovers that he had that other game, as I've said before in past podcasts, not good. Like there's, you can't have 10 turnovers and have none of them be your fault. A fair amount of them were. So to come back here and have one turnover was, I think, you know, he, whatever he needed to do, clear his head, whatever, that was a very nice bounce back, uh, much more under control. It's tough. You have most of these guys on this team that are auditioning for other teams, other, they have their own agendas. You're hurting cats and you got people like me sitting here going like, why couldn't you hurt the cats better? It's, it's very difficult to do for him. So to, to have this game 11, 11, and honestly watching him out there, watching some of the passes that were good passes that should have been made shots that would have been made shots at a higher level. He easily could have had a triple double in this game. So I, I, I have to give him the credit for, for making those kinds of plays. Oh, and by the way, two steals, two blocks. So a very nice defensive game for him as well. Same thing for Davison though, much better in transition than he is in the half court, but better in the half court in this game than he has been uh, in the first two games. So just good to see that he's, that he has that, that he still has that. Uh, I, I think him on the two-way deal makes perfect sense. I still think keeping him here on that two-way deal, considering the Celtics eventual need for point guard help, maybe it's not going to be this season or maybe not for him anyway, but maybe by next season, He'll be in a position where he can be, uh, is he going to be a third point guard? Could he get all the way up to backup point guard? Who knows? But he has to be in the mix, developing him for one more year, having him on that two-way contract. Still a good idea to me, especially since they have the two other two-way deals. There's three now. So it's it's good to have him. Uh, He's still a supreme athlete. He pushes the pace. When he pushes the pace, he does great. If they can get him to figure out the half-court stuff, uh, figure out the double teams, figure out the traps, and and play out of those a little bit better, then maybe there's some kind of future for him in Boston. I'm not sold on it. I'm not saying that there 100% is. But because he's here, because he's performing for the Celtics, you you know, you know want to look at what's, what's the upside, what's the downside. The downside is he doesn't figure it out. He moves on. He has to cobble a career together either somewhere else in the NBA or overseas. That's that's the the downside of it. But the upside is he figures it out. I still don't think he's, he's quite going to reach starter level in the NBA, but he's so young that maybe he does. 
you don't know where how his development's going to go. So we'll just keep an eye on Davison, but needed this game. Uh, Jordan, uh, I'm sorry, Jay Scrub had another efficient scoring night, 18 points, 6 of 12 shooting, 4 of 7 from 3, 2 of 3 from the line. He had six rebounds, four assists. Overall, uh, Scrub has had a a good enough summer where I don't know if it's going to be Boston, uh, but I think it, it's worth taking a look from somebody. Somebody's going to look at him and say, "Hey, man, he is a six-five score shooter. He's not. He's not tiny. He can. He can." score he can shoot he's lefty somebody's gonna bring him to camp i don't know if it's gonna be the celtics maybe they do maybe they'll see if he wants to play in the g league i don't know if he's gonna want to uh maybe maybe another team can bring him in maybe he can find a a bench role somewhere or maybe he can, just wants to have a, a bigger role overseas uh, on another pro team i think i think his scoring is good enough where he might make some better money playing in one of the better leagues overseas uh, or dominating one of the worst leagues overseas. But I think Scrub has shown enough over Summer League where somebody, some front office, maybe Boston, but I'm not sure, I don't think so, but some front office will will bring him in and, and just give him a look. It's worth It's worth it. Uh, Delano Banton played in this game. He did not shoot well at all three of 19, one of seven. He did go five of seven from the line. He did have six assists, but, uh, I'm going to call this game an incomplete for him. I want to see, I want to see him play in this next one. I'll watch him a little bit more closely. He just, nothing stood out in this game for, for Banton. He missed the first two games with the finger injury. So, um, Tough, tough to kind of not only is summer league tough for each for each individual, joining it midstream after an injury, that that's that's very difficult. So we'll keep an eye on Banton, see uh, what he might be. I still think the original uh assessments that he's gonna play a, a deep bench role, he's gonna be at the end of the bench. It's, it's probably the 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 way it's gonna go for him. But man, he's tall. He's tall and long, long and lanky. That's, that's, that's kind of like the archetype. It's funny, all of this kind of evolution in the NBA, and we're right back to the tall, lanky players of the 60s. Everybody's just tall and lanky. Uh, kind of wild. All right, that's it uh, for this podcast. We'll be back tomorrow to wrap up the week. Uh, we'll dive a little bit more into some of these performances. We'll uh, Maybe by then we'll have a Jalen Brown extension done uh, I would like to think that it'll, it'll get done soon, but I've been saying that for a few days now. So we'll see. Keep it here. I'll have everything Celtics covered for you right here in the Lockdown Celtics podcast. So make sure you're subscribed. If you're new and you're still here at this point and you haven't subscribed, open up your favorite podcasting app. Click that subscribe button. This show is five days a week, Monday through Friday. It's the only show that's going to give you five podcasts a week. Uh, at least now through the end of July, three podcasts a week, August and September, but by the end of September, back up to five, five days a week, then it's training camp. We're almost back to training camp. It's only a couple months away. So every dayers, I love you. 
I'd also love it if you shared the podcast. Tell everybody, tell your friends when they say, how do you know so much about the Celtics? How are you so in tune with what the Celtics are doing? You got to tell them that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.